following is a KBVR sports presentation. Coliseum. I am Ben Paul alongside of Brad Wh Whitman. We are just getting ready for the rivalry game between the 23rd ranked Oregon Ducks and the home Oregon State Beavers. So Brad obviously it was a tough last week at home against the Washington schools for Oregon State. Now they've got this opportunity against an Oregon Ducks team that's been playing very good basketball lately. The Beavers come to this game underdogs on their home court. What do you think they're going to be looking to do tonight against their bitter rival? They're going to be looking to get scoring started very, very early on. They're going to be looking to put points on the board. We have seen, you know, Oregon State as a bit of a younger team. I believe you mentioned it last week. They are having trouble finishing games off. They start very, very good. They get a good run going, but then when it comes to that kind of fourth and final quarter, they start to peter out. So I'm going to be looking for them to start early and finish strong. And if they can, they ha should have a good chance of winning this game. Of course, the game uh, against Washington State uh, last Friday, I believe, the Beavers started out well. We're, it was a tie game at the half. Then, as you said, totally petered out in the fourth quarter. It was all Cougs in the fourth and final quarter. Now against Washington, by contrast, Beavers did not start out well. We're down 17 in the half, tried to claw their way back. It was just too much. Didn't really get their defense going until the fourth quarter. So it's just an all-around basketball game. But in the press conference after that game, Scott Ruick, you know, he's a very positive head coach. He wasn't throwing his team under the bus or anything. He was just saying how it's a young team. They need to get better at communicating. And he still thinks there's a lot of time this season for progress. And he's optimistic coming into this game tonight. And that is a very good mentality to have. There's still a lot of season to go. Still a lot of big games to be played. But this one very well is going to be one of the biggest here in Corvallis. And we are about to get into starting lineups. So we are going to take a quick break. We will be back in two minutes. Tip off between the Beavers and Ducks. Don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, a nice coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn, Damn Chic, Chic has, has a place, place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. 
Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Welcome back inside of Gill Coliseum, just finishing off the starting lineups for the Oregon State Beavers. And Brad, I think you'll agree with me here. There is a heck of a lot of energy in this building tonight. No love lost between these two teams. See a good Oregon, quite a few uh, green and yellow shirts in here as well as a packed house of orange and black. I think this is just as best it gets for environments in college basketball. I mean, we've seen Gill Coliseum get loud before, but as you can tell, a very, very big crowd here tonight to welcome the rivalry series, and it's looking to be a very good one. I'm seeing top of the stands that I haven't seen filled with seats in a while, and there's a lot of people here and a lot of noise being made for these starters. Again, very tense rivalry series. Last season, the Beavers missed out on the tournament for the first time in a while. Coach Scott Rook is trying to get his newcomers to the big dance. Still time for a turnaround in this season. So last season, the Beavers lost the rivalry game here in Gill, but then a, two days later went down to Eugene and beat the Ducks on their home court. So you never know what's going to happen. So Oregon did win the last time in this stadium that they came down here. The Ducks won the first rivalry game in Eugene a couple weeks ago. That was the first conference game. The Beavers have revenge on their minds tonight. Yeah, and I think anything can happen is a great way to look at this game. Of course, we know the Ducks ranked 23rd in the nation. They are an absolute powerhouse. But we've seen the Beavers put up some great points here and there. I think Scott Rook is, of course, going to be looking for that communication. He's going to be looking for those younger players to really find those openings. And I think if we're able to see the team utilize the talent like we know they have, of course, Reagan Beers, Tamia Gardner's another player, Talia von Olhoff, and of course, if we're going to see all those players get on their individual runs, we could see a great game on our hands. So the tip, we got the 6'9", Yelam Mitrovic versus the 6'8", Filipina Chai, so a lot of height in this opening tip. No change to the starting lineup for Oregon State as they did against Washington. Still Noel Manon, Yelena Mitrovic, Talia von Olhoff, and Shalexis Aaron, and Bendu Yaney. Yeah, of course, this being a very, very common starting five that we've seen the Beavers take to and it has done them some good in the majority of first quarters. We'll see if it does it here tonight. One interesting thing is Yelena Mitrovic started the game against Washington, only played nine total minutes, though. So despite, you'll see people not starting, such as A.J. Marat, Reagan Beavers, Tamia Gardner, who are going to play starting minutes. And the opening tip is won by Oregon, controlled by Tahina Palpal, and she gets it off to India Rogers, who put up 33 in the wash loss, loss to Washington State. Going to have to watch the Oregon guard India Rogers all night. Down low is a mismatch. Mitrovic guarding Grace Van Sluten, who's trying to go around the sakes that Mitrovic and the Beavers almost force a turnover. Tipped out of bounds off of Bendu Yani, who's pleading her case that that was off of Filipina Chai, but it will stay with Oregon. Yeah, we are seeing a quick height advantage for the Beavers. They're going to be looking to utilize it on defense. There's an inbound to Tatina. Pow Pow blocked by Talia Von Allhoff, and Pow Pow gets it back. Now she's going to go around the basket. He's going to put up another shot, and there's the opening bucket of the game. The Ducks lead 2-0. I mean, you talked about watching Pow Pow is able to put up a lot of points. Doesn't look too threatening, but is able to find those positions and make some quick work. We got a little bit of noise here 
on defense coming from the road team just shows you just 45 miles down the road. And it goes from every sport, whether it's the incredible football game, whether it's soccer, whether it's men's, women's basketball, this rivalry series always incredible. There's an offensive rebound from the 6'9", Mitrovic gets it inside to Shalexis Aaron, who puts it in for the Beavers' first bucket. 2-2 ball game, here comes Oregon. And the crowd lights up for the first Beavers' basket of the night. There's gonna be a lot more of that. Grace Van Sluten has it for Oregon with 20 on the timer. Here's Tahina Pau Pau getting a screen going around Von Ohlhoff and puts it up and that's a blocking foul called on the Beavers. That'll put Tahina Pau Pau at the line. 8.48 to play, first quarter, 2-2 ball game. Yeah, Pau Pau is trying to make a statement early here for the Ducks. You've seen a lot of quick drives from her already trying to find those opening lanes, trying to break through. Of course, we've seen a lot of tall players on the defense for the Beavers and Pau Pau is trying to make quick work of it. First free throw from Pow Pow, nothing but net. As you were talking about it, going against the tall players, Pow Pow, five foot nine junior. So she's given up an entire foot on Yelena Mitrovic, going right at her. She's a junior from Oceanside, California, and she knocks down a pair of free throws. Oregon back in front, four to two. Here come the Beavers inbounding to Bendu Yini, Talia Von Alhoven. We're seeing Oregon press right now. Yeah, they're trying to once again silence the Beavers early. They know they have to do it here at home. And here's inside pass from Mitrovic again. Shalexis Aaron, she's got four quick points. 4-4 four, four ball game. So, four possessions, four scores. I mean, and the crowd seems to be loving it as well. A high-scoring game in the rivalry series is all you can hope for. Grace Van Sluten trying to take it over to Peavers. Tries to get it into Filipina Chai. Knocked away. Good swarming defense shown by the Beavers. Oregon's going to try to get it inside to the 6-8 Chai. Yeah, it was Noel Mannon able to tap that one away. Inbounding for Oregon will be Chance Gray. Here is, no, pardon me, that is India Rogers has it up top, gets a screen from Chai trying to go around. Ben Duyeni. Here's Grace Van Sluten, keeps her pivot foot. Here's a jumper, it's long. Rebound controlled by Noel Mann, and now the Beavers have a, tra a chance in transition. Noel Mann cuts it back. Here's Shalexis Aaron. Why not? No good, just long. She was trying to get seven early points. Chai comes away with the rebound for the Ducks. Here comes India Rogers the other way. India Rogers gives it up to Tahina Pau Pau is going to try a long jumper after getting Yaney in the air. Rebound's going to come out to Shalexis. Aaron takes a tumble, gets it to Talia Von Allhoff in 7.40 to play. First quarter, 4-4 basketball game. Von Allhoff gets a screen. Thought about a three. Now she's lost her dribble. Tries to get it to um, Aaron, but eventually finds Bendu Yaney. Yaney has it up top, 15 on the timer. Looking for a screen from Yelena. Now at the foul line, gets it inside to Talia Von Allhoffen's gonna try and drive, puts up a tough look, and it will not fall. Yelena's right there, puts it right back in, and the Beavers have their first lead of the game, 6-4. Yeah, great take from Von Olhoff. And of course, Mitrovic able to get back up there, use that height, put it back to the rim, but of course, a very high-paced game to start off in the first quarter. Kelly Graves doesn't look pleased. There's not a whole lot you can do against the 6-9 Mitrovic when you let her get established position inside. Pow Pow has it for Oregon. 13 on the timer. Here's Pow Pow being double teamed. Good defense from the Beavers. Now inside to Grace Van Sluten. Almost blocked from behind by Mitrovic. She, she certainly affected that shot. Mitrovic gets it, gets it up to Bendu Yanni. Yanni coming up the court with Noel Manon. Yanni, the fifth year senior. Transfer from Arizona, gets it to the 5'6", Noel Mannon, gets it inside of the 6'9", Mitrovic, now gets it to Bendu Yaney at the foul line, going into the paint, spinning, tough shot, gets it to fall as she's fading away. Little hook shot with the right hand as she was fading away, and it's 8 for Oregon State. 
Yeah, great first couple points for Yaney, of course, making her presence known. But it looks like Mitrovic is drawing a lot of pressure towards herself in the paint. It's allowing some open positions on offense. India Rogers still looking for her first points for Oregon, 8-4 Oregon State, 6-10 to play. And we have a travel on Oregon. It's gonna give it right back to Oregon State, leading 8-4. And the crowd, once again, loving it. They're gonna be looking to capitalize on any mistakes, just like the Beavers themselves. And uh, Oregon showed a bit of a full court press. Now they're going to break it once Von and got a little bit of room. Now here's Ben Duyaney going to try to get a screen to Mitrovic. Hands it off to Mitrovic, who I'm not sure was quite expecting it. Gives it off to Noah Mann. And now other way gives it off to Von Allhoffen, who finds two defenders. Gets it out to Shalexis Aaron. That's a bad pass. Turnover. Good defense rotating from Oregon that time. Yeah, we tried to see some quick handoff ball movement from Oregon State. They just weren't quite able to control it. Von Olhoffen looked for a pass to the outside. Wasn't quite under control when she tossed it. Heads out of bounds. 5.47 to play first quarter. Oregon trails Oregon State 8-4. Here's India Rogers. Gets it to Grace Van Sluten. Going to take a foul line jumper just beyond the foul line, I should say. Won't quite fall. Rebound tipped out of bounds off of Talia Von Olhoffen, who uh, does not look like she agrees with the call, but it will stay with the Ducks. Yeah, they're going to be looking for more and more opportunities. We haven't seen yet a definitive strategy. We've seen some a couple quick twos. It might look like that is their game plan to start out. Tahina Pau-Pau gets the inbound, and there's an illegal screen called on the Ducks. I believe that was on Shy. Oregon State's bench lighting up for their defense, who's been playing well so far. 8-4, Beaver's going to get the ball back with 5.33 to play in the first quarter. Taya Hansen checking in for Oregon, replacing Filipina Chai. Yeah, Chai just moved a little bit to the left on that screen. It was caught by the officials. Here is Ben Duyani, gets it over to Yelena Mitrovic. Mitrovic being guarded by the much smaller Grace Van Sluten, who's playing good D on Yelena. Gets it out to Talia Von Allhoffen, now looking for a screen from Yelena. Talia at the foul line, now kicks it out to Ben Duyani, draws the defense inside. Duyani gets it out to Noel Manon, who's going to fire a three. No good front rim, good box out from Grace Van Sluten over Yelena Mitrovic, gets the rebound for Oregon. Here come the Ducks the other way. India Rogers, left-handed drive, puts it up, blocked by the rim. Oh, she takes it away from Yelena. Now here's Inchance Gray for three. No good back iron, coming back out to India Rogers. Another offensive board for the Ducks. Yeah, some great quick offensive rebounds for them. They're gonna be looking to take advantage of this opportunity. India Rogers. Chance Gray outside, three, first triple of the game, and it's a big one to silence the Oregon State crowd momentarily. Big roar from the Eugene fans. It's an 8-7 ball game right now, 4.40 to play first quarter. Here comes Ben Duyani being guarded by India Rogers. India Rogers had 33 points in the loss, overtime loss to Washington State in the last game. Just a phenomenal performance by Rogers. Still doesn't have any points yet today. Inside dish to Yelena Mitrovic, able to keep possession, and she puts it up and in off the glass. She was getting awfully close to three in the key. Probably realized that. They able to get it at the last second. Now here comes Oregon back the other way. India Rogers gets it off to Chance Gray. And now here's a jumper foul line, and that's not even close from Great Van, Grace Van Sluten, usually a very good shooter. She's had a tough start to this game. Here come the Beavers the other way. Yeah, Van Sluten, she's had some quick opportunities right near that foul line. I believe she's currently 0 for 3 on field goals. If she was able to knock down at least a couple of those, the Ducks could have had a lead here. We're going to be looking to see some more improvement from her as the night goes on. Alexis Aaron gets it inside, a reverse bucket from Talia Von Allhoff, and that was a pretty play. 12-7 Oregon State. She makes it look so easy, Ben. She just caught that one, put it up with her right, no hesitation. Little reverse. Great presence knowing where she was on the court. Talia Von Allhoff and a sophomore, 5'11", from Washington, 
Ruick said, one of the clear leaders of this team. Block inside on Van Sluten by Jelena Mitrovic. And the crowd on their feet. Mitrovic gets it out to Bendu Yeni. Yeni is going to try and drive all the way. Left hand puts it up, won't quite go. Here comes Oregon the other way. India Rogers has Van Sluten to her left. Gets it up to Tupina Pow Pow for three. Front rim, no good. Rebound to Bendu Yeni. I mean, the fast pace continues between these two teams. I think it's going to come down to efficiency at this point, Ben. We've seen a lot of shots go up and a lot of shots fall through, but I think it's going to be able to who's going to be able to sing more. 2.55 to play first quarter inside. Talia Vaughn, all Hoffman being guarded by the shorter. Pow Pow and Talia puts it up, and she gets the roll. The Beavers have doubled up the Ducks, 14-7, to with two minutes and 40 seconds to play in the first quarter. Last two buckets of this game have gone to Vaughn Allhaven. Tahina Pow Pow gets it outside to Taya Hansen. Going to take a long two, no good. Rebound to Ben Duyaney gets the rebound over Tahina Pow Pow. The yeah. Beavers getting a little momentum early. Yeah, they're really kicking up a run here. I mean, we've talked about it multiple times how basketball is a game of runs. We're seeing here 14-7 to with 2.20 left in the first quarter. The Beavers looking to continue. Von Allhoff in a deep three. That was a little ambitious uh, from way outside. Doesn't go. India Rogers grabs the board for, for the Oregon Ducks. Now gets it to Taya Hansen. No hesitation from Hansen. Buries a triple. And I just got to say, I love the confidence there. She just missed on the last possession. She does not care. Goes right back to it and drains it. I mean, a great team of great resilience, and they're trying to bring back this deficit as quickly as they can. Von Allhoffen gets it out to Noel Manon. Fires a quick three from the corner, and she responds for the Beavs. Noel Manon, shortest player on the court, hits a triple. It's 17 to 10, Beavers. Hansen over to um, Gray. And we have a, just a, just a on the floor timeout. I believe so. It looks like a foul was called on That's Talia a foul Von Olhoffen. And, and it counted as immediate timeout. This is the first timeout we've had in, in the game, I believe. But the Beavers lead it 17-10. First quarter here in Corvallis. Seven, Oregon State 17, Oregon Ducks 10. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Got a great game starting off here in Corvallis. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. This is DJ Shark Attack, and you're listening to KBVR Corvallis, your campus radio station. The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate to receive essential goods. To learn more, visit their Instagram at RRFM Corvallis. <sighs> hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. 
Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. And welcome back to Gill Coliseum. One minute, 36 seconds left in the first quarter. The Beavers off to a much better start than they were, well, I have to say, against Washington last game, trailed by 17 at the half. It was a very rough shooting first quarter, did not play good defense. And you got to think Scott Ruick's proud with the way his team has come out and responded so far in this game. I mean, we've talked about how it's been a fast pace. Fast pace, indeed. I mean, we've seen eight and a half minutes of play without a timeout. Usually there's a media timeout called out around five minutes, but because it's been such a back and forth game with zero to stops, it has just been continuing on and on. And finally, we got that media timeout after the foul on Talia Von Olhoven. But right now, 17 to 10, it's still looking close. And that's when, uh, you know, conditioning really comes into it. When you don't have a timeout for that long in basketball, keep going up and down the floor, only a couple of subs coming in. You got, I'm not surprised that was a long timeout right there because, as you said, no five-minute timeout. Finally, both teams get a breather. So Oregon State, you know, on offense, I think they're being aggressive. They've made most of their opportunities so far, you know, with Yelena, who's going to take a seat right now, got some big uh, second chance points. But... Now I want to mention we got three subs. As I mentioned, this is a deep Beaver team with Gardner, Beers, and A.J. Marat all coming off the bench. Three very good players. They are all in right now. Beers, Marat, and Tamia Gardner, five-star recruit who just came back last week. I mean, it's going to be a big change to see how they play on this court. We'll see how the Ducks adapt. Here's a three. No good from Oregon. Long rebound. Taya Hansen being guarded by two Beavers, able to get out of a mess. Gets it out to India Rogers. Coming into the game, Kennedy Basham, a 6-7 forward for the Ducks. So getting more height on the floor, trying to take advantage of a size differential with Yelena out of the game right now. She's got it up top and almost stolen from behind. A bad pass is for she threw it to Scott Ruick. That's not going to work. Yeah, I got a little bit too much behind it, kind of snapped it out of her hands, and it goes straight out of bounds. Beaver's going to be looking to capitalize on that turnover. Ruick isn't the one who inbounds. It was Noah Menon. Gets it to Ben Duyaney. Yaney to A.J. Marat, her first touch of the game. Yaney's got it up top, being guarded by Taya Hansen. Gets a screen from Reagan Beers. Almost got it out to Marat, who was all alone, but now the defense gets it over. Now they do get it out to A.J. Marat. Fires a three long. It's tipped off of um, Oregon State. They're going to say that was off of Tamia Gardner. So Gardner, five-star recruit from Utah, one of the top recruits in the country. Just came back from injury. Played her first game last week. Had nine and ten points last week in the series, respectively, against Washington. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting. The Beavers looking to utilize her right away, of course. Five-star recruit, you're going to be looking for those opportunities. India Rogers' three goes in and out. 34 seconds to play in the quarter, 17-10 Oregon State. Here's Noel Mannon for Oregon State being guarded by Taya Hansen. Trying to get a screen, but Oregon was able to blow up the play. Now she's trying to get a screen from Beers, goes the other way, finds a little bit of room, gets out to Ben Duyaney who's in a long two range right now, just outside the arc. Yaney is going to try to get to the foul line, has a jumper opportunity, and it will not fall in. Rebound tipped to Oregon off of Gardner once again. Nine seconds to play first quarter. Yeah, of course, Oregon going to be looking to take these final points of the quarter. Eight seconds to play. Oregon's got to get up the court quickly because Oregon State is pressing. Here is India Rogers trying to take it all the way. Little floater won't fall, tipped out of bounds as the horn sounds. That will end the quarter. So the Beavers playing well on the defensive end. 
We've played one quarter here in Corvallis. The electric crowd on their feet, giving applause to both teams, especially their Beavers, who have a 17-10 lead after one. We'll be right back. You're listening to Beaver Basketball on KBVRFM. And we will be back right after these messages. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. And welcome back inside of Guild Coliseum. The Beavers lead Oregon as we start the second quarter of play here in Corvallis. Beavers lead 17 to 10 over the Oregon Ducks. And you, you gotta think that Ruick's gotta be happy with the way his defense team especially played on the defensive end in that first quarter. Yeah, of course, towards the end of that first quarter, we did see a big scoring drought coming out for Oregon. I believe it was about two and a half to three minutes without a field goal being scored by the Ducks. And the Beavers looking to extend the gap from there. They inbound to Talia Von Allhoffen to start off this quarter. Tamia Gardner and A.J. Marat still in the game, as well as Reagan Beers, same as they came off the floor within the first quarter. A.J. Marat, Oregon playing zone defense here. They get it down low to Reagan Beers inside against the 6-7 Oregon center. Beers gets her a miss and puts it in, and the foul, first and one of the game. She took it over the 6-7 Kennedy Basham. Going to the line for one is Reagan Beers. I mean, we've seen Beers put up some incredible numbers and some incredible plays this season, but it looks like the Ducks seem to respect Mitrovic a little more. We saw Mitrovic every time she got in the paint, she got double, triple teamed by the defense. 
the Ducks only having one defender on Beers, and she made sure she let them know that that was a mistake. Foul shot no good, back rim, tipped out to Hanson of the Ducks. 19-10, so Reagan Beers can't complete the three, but gets two on the possession. Here's Tahina Pow Pow being guarded by Talia Von Allhoff, and here's a screen run inside from the Oregon Ducks. Taya Hansen wants it, not gonna get it, now gets it back to um, Chai. Here's a pull-up jumper from Pow Pow, in and out and in. And pardon me, giving the screen that time was Taylor Hosendove checking in for Oregon, for Oregon for the first time tonight. Tamiya Gardner, foul line jumper, banked it in, not sure if she tried to do it, but it counts the sin. I mean, it, it looked clean either way. Gardner picks up a couple with that jumper. Oregon State leads 21 to 12, nine minutes to play here in the second quarter. Screen being set by Hosendove for Taya Hansen. Inside Kennedy Basham gets it to Tahina Pow Pow going around right side, guarded by two Beavers. Manon and Gardner combining for a block there, stays with the Ducks out of bounds, but again, good defense from the Beavs. Yeah, we've seen Pow Pow be a threat in those lanes. Once again, finding those drives, finding those opportunities. It looks like she tried to go down and up with the ball, couldn't quite get it back to the hoop. So inbound to Chance Gray. Gray going around to screen. Gray gets it out to Taylor Hosendove. Hosendove gets it off to Tahina Pow Pow, has to let it go at the horn, and she hits it. That's a three-pointer. Oh, did Oregon need that? I mean, you've seen why Pow Pow is such a threat. And Talia von Allhoffen has to throw it here. Gets deflected to Noel Mann and tries to get it to Mia Gardner, who loses it. Here come the Ducks the other way. Taylor Hosendove running alongside her is Gray. Here's a three-pointer from Hanson, and she sinks it. Scott Rook couldn't call timeout quick enough. 21-18, 8-16 to play in the second quarter. Boy, was that a run in the four-court pressure paying off for the Ducks. I mean, back-to-back -back threes within 20 seconds. That's six points being put down in, I believe, 22 seconds, and it brought the Ducks right back into this game. It all started with Tahina Pow Pow just having to throw up a good look, mind you, at the buzzer there, sinking that three. Sometimes that can do it because then to leave on Olhoff and got trapped down in the corner. She, you could tell she didn't know what to do, but she was doing double team, just kind of threw it blindly. It made its way to Noel Manon, but Manon still being guarded from behind because the Beavers couldn't set their offense. It was tipped away, and then when you got the 3-0-1, it's bound to end in a three-pointer for the Oregon Ducks right there. We're trying to make transition defense, and Scott Ruick realizes that right away, and he says no more. Yeah, I did see after that timeout was called, we saw Tamia Gardner fall to the floor after she lost control of that ball, and it did look like once the timeout was called, she seemed to have limped off the off the court just slightly. I don't know exactly what wrong. She's currently still standing in the huddle, so everything might be all right. Hopefully it's nothing serious. Tamia Gardner, very important part of this Oregon State team. They were waiting patiently uh, to just get her in the action. As I said, five-star from Utah. Ruick was very complimentary of her performance with, uh, with nine points against the Washington State Cougars. I mean, it's coming in off the bench for her first ever college game, and things obviously only going to go up from there. Let's talk a little bit about Oregon's defensive scheme. You'll notice they shift three over, three attention for the point guard who has it, whoever has it up top. So Oregon playing a type of zone defense where, where we're not gonna let you into a certain area. Might leave people open on the perimeter, but their defense quickly shifts over again. You see a well-conditioned Oregon defense. The Beavers have found ways to break it so far, but right now, if Oregon is in fact able to heat up from the three-point line, but you have to also consider that that was good defense from Oregon State on the last defensive set possession, just a three-pointer at the buzzer. And not a lot, that's not the defense's fault, the transition bucket. 
Yeah, and of course, we've seen Oregon State, their offense really thrives with their passing. Of course, they're 9-2 and two this season when they have at least 16 assists in a game. So really, when they're finding those assists, they're finding those quick passes, they're offense really opens up and shows its full potential to be able to break down some of the toughest defenses in the nation. We're hoping to see more of that as play continues. And Scott Ruick, he's a great coach. I've been multiple press conferences with him. He's a, he's a calm but very intelligent man of the game. And I'm sure in the huddle right there, he, was, he had strategy on his mind and he wanted to make sure he had a counter to this Oregon defense who's still gonna be full court pressing. And it was a shot clock violation on Tahina Pow Pow, so take away three from the Ducks. That is actually huge here. It was 21 to 18, but that makes it 21 to 15 here in the second quarter. Von Allhoffen has it, gets it up to Yelena Mitrovic. Right back to Talia Von Allhoffen, lays it up and in. Oh, a great move from Talia. Oregon's defense caught off guard, 23-8 to 15. I mean, that's where we've seen Von Allhoffen thrive, finding those lanes and attacking them as quick as she can. Tahina Pow Pow going around a screen from Hosendove. Gets it off to Kennedy Chatham. Long two, not going to go. Rebound, Shalexis Aaron taps it to Noel Menon. Here comes Bendu Yaney the other way for the Oregon State Beavers. 7.30 to play, second quarter. 23-15 Oregon State leads so far in this rivalry series, trying to avoid getting swept by their arch rival. Yelena Mitrovic, unfamiliar position, has it up top. Going to take a couple dribbles left. Tries to hand it off, Oregon's all over this because they know that Mitrovic's not an outside shooter. They force her to put one up, no good. Rebound to Tahina Pow Pow. Excellent defense from Oregon that time. I mean, yeah, they forced Mitrovic beyond the arc, made her make a shot, and of course, not the best three-point shooter and really capitalized on that. No good three from Taya Hansen. Long rebound to Bendu Yaney for the Beavs. 6.58 left to play in the second quarter. Beavers up by eight. Yaney goes around to screen from Mitrovic, now she's caught. Oregon's really catching the Beavers with in possession and that forces the travel. Yeah, and it looks like- Pardon me, three second violation. It looks like we're seeing some frustration from Yelena Mitrovic, kind of shaking her head as she walks down the court, muttering something to herself. But I mean, you gotta give props to the Ducks defense. They are staying hot on the trails of the Beavers. They've changed up their defensive strategy. It seems like they're forcing the guards or whoever has it up top to pick up their dribble and then just swarming everyone inside. Oregon has it up top. Grace Van Sluten gets it over to Tahina Pow Pow. Gets it over to Chai. Chai gets it over to Rogers. Down low. Chai lays it in for the Ducks. Yeah, she finds her first points of the game, of course, down low as we expected, bringing Oregon back within the, the Beavers are going to be looking to stop this run. 23-17. 6.25 to play, and that's almost stolen by Grace Van Sluten. 6.25 to play in the second quarter, I should say. Long pass over to Leah Von Allhoff, and she stepped out of bounds, or is it a foul call? It's a foul on Shalexis Aaron. Yeah, I believe that was a very dangerous pass across the arc, and it looked like Shalexis Aaron, who was being guarded, ended up, I don't know exactly what the violation they called it was, but it was some foul called on Aaron, and it will force a turnover. So ball right back to the Ducks who have been razor sharp on defense the last few possessions even after the Scott Ruick timeout. They did allow that Von Allhoff and drive. 6.19 to play, second quarter, Beavs 23, Ducks 17. In this historic rivalry matchup, here comes some Gill noise. India Rogers has it for the Ducks, double teamed by Mitrovic and Yanni. 
Inside to Grace Van Sluten, takes the contact. She just cannot get anything to go down tonight. Ripped away from, uh, from Chai by Talia Von Allhoff, and here come the Beavers. Von Allhoff guarded by Hansen. Von Allhoff in the paint, and I think she might have gotten away with a few too many steps there. It's not called, but Oregon's going to get it anyways. Here comes Grace Van Sluten, gets it off to India Rogers, who's going to try to drive. Beavers get back on defense. Chai's got it up top. Chai gives it over. Hansen, three-pointer, steps into it, drains it. It's a three-point game. I mean, we are seeing the Oregon Ducks looking very, very threatening now. Their defense swarming anything. We've seen a two-and-a-half-minute scoring drought for the Beavers. Meanwhile, we've seen threes being knocked down left and right. Alexis Aaron can't get a 12-footer to go. Rebound to Tahina Pow Pow of the Ducks. Pow Pow is going to try and drive. Gets it out. Hands it again for three. No good this time. Rebound tapped out of bounds to the Beavers. And they're going to be looking to take advantage of that. They want to stop this run as quickly as possible. Once again, three minutes without scoring for Oregon State, and that's going to bring in a couple subs. A.J. Marat replacing Noel Manon. Reagan Beers replacing Yelena Mitrovic. Oregon State has not played well so far in this quarter, trying to turn the tides with 5-14 left to play in the first half. They still do have that three-point edge. All matters when you start when you start off sharp in the first quarter. Von Allhoffen just gets it across half court, being guarded by Taya Hansen. Von Allhoffen gets a screen from Reagan Beers up top. Throws it out to Shalexis Aaron. Thought about the three. Now Aaron's going to drive. Aaron jumps it off to Reagan Beers. Reagan Beers gets it off to Bendu. Yanni couldn't handle it. She started to pick up the ball before she had it. Frustration from Yanni as it's out of bounds to the Ducks. I mean, we're just seeing a few mistakes here and there from Oregon State, and it is really creating a snowball effect. And I believe that's four turnovers in the last four and a half minutes. The Beavers need to keep this ball safe. Long two from Tahina Pow Pow bounces around and out. Rebound to Leah Von Allhoffen. Tay Hansen applying pressure to Von Allhoffen in the backcourt, but she does get it up. 4.35 to play in the first half. Beavers up three. Von Allhoffen goes around to screen from Reagan Beers. Gets it out to Shalexis Aaron. Pump fakes a three, gets her defender in the air. Little drive, not going to fall. Beavers just can't get anything to go. Rebound to the Ducks. Here comes Tahina Pow Pow. He's got some numbers the other way. Taya Hansen, Von Allhoffen takes the charge. I was waiting for the official signal there, and uh, I think uh, the referee would not have gotten a positive response had that been a block. Yeah, you just heard all the volume in this Coliseum. Just everyone went silent looking for that charge call. It took about a full second, but the official finally called it, and you could hear the response from the crowd. And it looked like that was a job well done from Talia von Allhoff and, and the right call from the official. 23-20, to 20, Beavers lead, 4-10 left to play in the second quarter. Picking up her dribbles, Yaney, and again it leads to a turnover. Here comes Tahina Pow Pow. This is where she does look very dangerous on the transition drive and creating a... Uh, um, committing a foul is Ben Duyeni. And this, I've just been talking about when the, the Ducks are pressuring Oregon State up top, forcing the Beavers to pick up their dribble, and then they got nowhere to go. That's leading to turnovers. Yeah, they're currently 0 for 4 in their last four attempts on field goals, and of course, five turnovers in the last five minutes. Tamia Gardner is going to replace Shalexis Aaron in the game right now for the Beavers. Gardner, Reagan Beers, Marat, Ben Duyeni, and Von Olhoffen. On the floor for the Ducks right now, Tahina Pow Pow, and India Rogers, Chance Gray, Filipina Kai, uh, Chai, and Grace Van Sluten. The Ducks trail by three, 23-20. Four minutes, second quarter. Oregon inbounds. Van Sluten still looking for her first points. 
over to India Rogers. Here's Chai up top, gets it over to India Rogers, going around a screen. Down low to Chai, being double teamed, and she's blocked by Tamia Gardner. Chai gets her own miss, and jump ball. Possession arrow favors the Ducks, so we'll stay on this end of the floor. But a good defensive effort there by the Beavs, down low. Yeah, we saw Gardner really get up, try and stop that attack. It will go back to the Ducks, but a great effort. Here's an inbound to Chance Gray. Gray gets it over to Van Sluten, gets it to India Rogers. India Rogers trying to go around a screen. India Rogers, pow, pow for three. It's an air ball. AJ Marat, instead of letting it go, she does grab it in the backcourt. Gets it out to Talia Von Olhofen. 3.38 left to play in the half. AJ Marat's gonna try and drive on Van Sluten. Very tough finish, couldn't quite get it with the right hand. Beaver's scoring drought continues. Chai gets the rebound for the Ducks. Transition three, Chance Gray, long rebound to Reagan Beers. She was taller than Tahina Pow Pow that time. I mean, we've seen the scoring seem to stop from both sides. Both teams 0 for 5 in their last five field goals attempts. Benuyini has to pick up her dribble, and a foul is called on the Ducks. I believe it was drawn by Tamia Gardner, so the Beavers bailed out a little this that time. Kelly Graves, the Oregon coach, not happy. Yeah, it was on Van Sluten. It looked like trying to create some more movement. <laughs> Graves talking to the official right now. He knows that was a bailout foul. Ben Yaney has it up top. 3.04 left to play. First half, Yaney tries to drive on India Rogers. Draws the defense inside, gets out to Reagan Beers, who's going to take a long two jumper, buries it. Boy, did both teams need that. 25-20, Beavers take a five-point lead. And the crowd erupts with that two being sunk, of course, finally seeing some more points on the board for the Beavers. Chance Gray has it for the Ducks being doubled up top, gets it down to Taya. Now here's Grace Van Sluten trying to drive on Tamia Gardner, trying to post her up, I should say. It's going to be a really tough look. That's another jump ball, this time forced by Beers, and the Beavers are going to have possession. Yeah, it was a great job from Gardner, keeping that ball down, keeping Van Sluten controlled, and then Reagan Beers just able to jump in, try and snap that away, force the jump ball. Beavers lead the Ducks 25-20. It's been a very aggressive first half on the defensive end. Neither team giving an inch. Von Allhoffen inbounds it to Ben Duyaney for the Beavs, trying to extend on this five-point lead as we are about to come up on halftime. Tamia Gardner, foul line jumper, turns around, gets the roll off the back of the iron, and the Beavers lead by seven. Yeah, Gardner finds her fourth point, of course, the crowd loving it once again. Here is Taya Hansen, foul on uh, A.J. Marat, and I, I saw that before the official <laughs> did. I started to make my call, and that, that, was, that was a foul. Yeah, and the crowd doesn't seem to agree, but I mean, Ben, you called it before the it official. Was a, it, was, it was a it. foul. Even AJ Marat's not arguing with that. Just the third team foul on the Beavers. Both teams now have three team fouls. Here's a screen inbound. Taya Hansen jumper drains it. No hesitation. Taya Hansen feeling it um, with the jump shot. 27-22. Two minutes to play in the first half. Ben Duyini guarded by Chance Gray. Out to Talia Von Allhoven. Thought about a long three pump fakes. Now the zone defense catches up with her as Oregon shifts over. Here's Tamia Gardner down low. Reagan Beers using that size. Couldn't quite get it over the 6-8 Chai. Here comes Oregon the other way. India. Chance Gray wide open for three in the corner. Nothing but the bottom of the net. It's a two-point game. I mean, Chance Gray hitting her all her six points from that three-point line, two for four from beyond the arc, and those are our only field goals of the night. 20 on the timer. 
Here's Tamia Gardner. She's going to try her luck with a three. Not close. Long rebound. Ben Duyeni can't save it. Out of bounds. The Ducks with a chance to tie or take the lead with a minute 18 in the first half. I mean, we've seen them snuff out kind of that Oregon State offense that we've been talking so much about. And now, finally, back within one possession, they're going to be looking to take it here. 110 to play, first half. Going around the screen is India Rogers. Gets it out. Grace Van Sluten looking for her first points. Man, she's just not having the luck tonight. Usually a fantastic shooter. That's a clear foul on India Chai, drawn by Tamia Gardner. Yeah, and it looks like some communication between the coaches and Chai there. And it looks like that will cause a substitution. Chai's going to head back to the bench. Just not a necessary foul right there in the backcourt. That looked like a frustration foul, even though Oregon's on a bit of a run here. Beaver's still up by two. Minute left to play in the first half, exactly. Ben Duyeni taking up the court. Talia Von Allhoff and to her left gets it out to A.J. Marat. Now swings it over to Talia Von Allhoff. And a very dangerous pass, and it's almost intercepted off the hands of uh, A.J. Marat. Tough play to make work, and it's out of bounds. Another turnover from the Beavers, who have been a bit sloppy with the ball in this quarter. Yeah, we've seen them really trying to find those dangerous passes. The zone defense working so well for the Ducks. India Rogers drives, gets it off to Grace Van Sluten, trying to go over two. Beavers gets uh, fouled. It looks like a block from uh, Tamia Gardner. A foul is called, much to the chagrin of the home crowd. I mean, it was tough to tell. And uh, looking at the replay there, that didn't look like a foul. Beers and Gardner both couldn't believe it. And uh, I will say, being an official, it's tough out there, the fast pace, but that, that, was, that did not look like a foul. I mean, Gardner is 6-3 with that jump. She got both hands over the shot. And now the crowd is really letting Van Sluven have it off the line, cheering after the first miss. And a lot of fans would say ball don't lie after that one. Still having one more is Grace Van Sluten. It, hey, this game, everything happens. Got to be prepared for whatever calls do and don't go your way. She sinks the second to make it a one-point game. 38 seconds in the first half. So the Beavers likely will not get the two-for-one unless they really hurry up to get a shot off on this possession. Leading by one point, here's Talia Von Olhoffen. Von Olhoffen being guarded near the logo, or on the logo, I should say, near the half-court line by Gray. Von Olhoffen gets it back from Bendu Yaney. Now back to Bendu Yaney. He's free to fire, didn't want to take the open three. And now she's stuck with the ball, gets it to Tamiya Gardner. Eight on the timer. A.J. Marat, tough fall away, not going to go. And a foul is called on Reagan Beers. The fifth team foul. And Oregon has a chance to take the lead before the half. And once again, you can hear the crowd not agreeing with these fouls. Many fans on their feet in shock at those last two fouls calls, but they are going to stand. And uh, this puts Oregon in the bonus. That is the fifth team foul on Oregon State. Taylor Hosendove at the line. And she will be shooting two free throws. Chance to tie, take the lead here for Oregon. Her first free throw is up long, so Oregon will not lead going into halftime unless, of course, I, I shouldn't say that. It's going to be an <laughs> offensive rebound. But Oregon State, with the first miss, has a chance to still go into halftime. Tied her with a lead, 12.4 left in the first half. Second free throw is good, so Oregon has come all the way back after trailing by seven at the end of the quarter, has tied it up. 12 seconds, one more possession, 27 all to Leavon Allhoff and makes a move around India Rogers, being doubled by that Oregon zone. Tamia Gardner, free to fire for three, cans it! With three seconds to play in the half, Oregon gets it off, they're not gonna get a shot off. What a big three from Tamia Gardner, the five-star recruit, as time expires. 
I mean, that's one way to end the half. The Beavers two for 10 on their field goals before that shot, but Gardner sinks a crucial one. And that's a big momentum shift because it had gone all to Oregon. And even though it's just three points, it means more than that coming at that time. What a big shot from Tamiya Gardner. We're getting all that we could ask for here in Corvallis, a phenomenal first half of the rivalry game between the Beavers and Ducks. After one half, Oregon State 30, Oregon 27. We'll be back with the halftime show right after these messages. Don't go anywhere. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Everyone deserves a home, so what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home, Opportunity, Planning, and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. 
And welcome to the halftime show here in Corvallis. The Beavers lead the Ducks 32-27 at the break. It was a back and forth first half, so Oregon's only lead of the half was 2-0. After that initial bucket, the Beavers went on quite a good stretch there. Of course, Oregon made up a lot of ground in the second quarter. A big three from Tamia Gardner to end the first uh, half. One of the big storylines right now, India Rogers, star guard for the Oregon Ducks. Senior from Dallas, Texas, had 33 points against the Washington State Cougars in a heartbreaking one-point loss in Oregon's most recent game. The Beavers have held her cold to no points in the first half, and I just can't believe it. Yeah, she's currently 0 for 4 on her field goals. Of course, two of those being attempts from beyond the arc, but still no points. She has been doing well, though, despite not putting up any points. She's found four rebounds, four assists, still helping out with the Ducks team, but just hasn't put any on the board. Uh, another point, another, another talking point. So Grace Van Sluten, a 6'3 freshman from Toledo, Ohio for the Oregon Ducks. She's averaging... 15.2 points a game, usually a very reliable shooter. What are her numbers right now? Who that? Uh, on uh, Grace Van Sluten. What are her numbers right now? Grant, Grace Van Sluten, she is currently 0 for 7 on her field goals. We've seen her had a lot of opportunities starting just from the first quarter, of course, going up against Mitrovic. That's so tough to shoot around, but she has had a lot of opportunities from around that foul line. Just at these quick shots, she hasn't been able to sink any of those jumpers. Her only point which is one point came from one of her two fouls or her free throws, but either way, still 0 for 7. We've seen some of the big players for the Ducks being held cold by the Beavers defense. On the other side, we've seen three really stick out for Oregon. Of course, that being Pow Pow Gray and Hanson. Pow Pow and Gray both with six points, and Hanson putting up a big 11. She is currently three for four on her three-pointers, so shooting very well from beyond that three-point line and getting another two in, in succession. Taya Hansen, a 5'11", senior guard from Kelowna, Canada, and hasn't seen a ton of playing time over her career, came off the bench today, and she is making a case, this is my senior year, this is a rivalry game, I'm gonna show what I can do. As you said, in double figures is Taya Hansen. Tahina Pow Pow, 5'9", guard for Oregon, with six points. Chance Gray, how many has she got for Oregon? She's, she seems she, to be the big presence. She has six as well. She's currently, those six points both came from three-pointers, two three-pointers. She's two for four. All of her field goal attempts have from be, been beyond the arc, so she's looking for those three-point attempts, and she's found a couple. For Oregon State, I'm going to turn it over to you, Brad. Uh, seems like we got a pretty heavy scoreline there. A lot of players on the board, nobody in double figures. Beavers seem to be sharing the, the love on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, I believe the only player who hasn't found any points yet has been A.J. Marat. Everyone else, though, who has found time, has found points. Of course, leading them as of right now is Tamia Gardner with seven. Of course, taking the lead in points after that three-point at the end of the half, of course, to Leah Von Olhoven close behind with six. She's three for six on her field goals. We've seen some great quick drives for her. But I think the big thing for Oregon State has been keeping the ball close to the basket. We've only seen seven three-point attempts from the 
from the team. They put up two, but on the other hand, the Ducks, they put up 13, so almost twice as many attempts from beyond the arc. They have been able to find a lot of points that way. They're currently shooting five for 13 in their three-pointers, but Oregon State, they've been keeping it close. They've been taking those quick jumpers, and they've been looking for those layups as well, trying to find those lanes. A little more history uh, on Oregon this season. On paper, seems like a pretty even matchup, and it's been shown in the first half of this tight game. So Oregon, they lost to um, number 10 UCLA in, in Eugene. The Beavers beat number 10 UCLA a couple days earlier. How, however, Oregon beat the University of Washington by seven points last week in a game the Beavers lost by double digits. Um, against the 15th ranked Arizona Wildcats, the Ducks lost by eight on the road. The Beavers lost to that team in Tucson by just three. But then again, Oregon has had better performances against USC, who Oregon State lost to earlier in the year. So a lot of transitive property to uh, try and figure out there. But it does seem like an even matchup. I think a lot of it is going to have to do with um, the matchup inside of Mitrovich, who we saw with, with a little bit of frustration there. If she can, uh, she's not used to going up against players as tall as her in Filipina Chai. I think Oregon's trying to uh, frustrate her a little bit force the ball outside. We see Oregon's zone defense being a big part of this game so far. I'm interested to see what Scott Ruick is gonna uh, you know, draw up in the locker room. I think he'd have to be pretty proud of his team with his fight after a tough weekend, knowing how important this game is. Yeah, of course, the crowd here for it. But as you mentioned, Mitrovic, she did look a little frustrated. We talked a bit about it during that first and second quarter. She's only put up four points. She's only had 11 minutes of that so far, I think Ruick's trying to kind of calm her down, let her know everything's all right. You can break through this defense, of course. We've seen Oregon State thrive when they move as a team, of course. Once again, those passes have really what has led them to this positive record. Mitrovic, of course, she hasn't put up as many points, but he, she currently is leading in rebounds and assists. Four rebounds, three assists. She's still putting in her work. One thing to keep in mind, foul trouble. A lot of players with only one personal foul for the Oregon Ducks side. Um, their center, Chai, Filipina Chai, has two personal fouls. Could be why they took her out of the game there. Shalexis Aaron with a couple of personals as well. Just something to keep an eye on. But if you're Oregon State, after a first quarter where you only gave up 10 points, Oregon found it with the three ball, and you know they're probably going to try and keep pressing. In that locker room right now, you know, with a three-point game, it's still anyone's for the taking. And as the message you were talking about before the game, how can you finish in the final stretch? Got a third and fourth quarter, obviously, to play and a great atmosphere. And you know that this, this game for both teams is very big, but Oregon State does not want to drop to two and six in conference and drop all three on this homestand. Yeah, they want to try winning this one here. Of course, the crowd would absolutely love it as, as well as Rook as well. It would bring a lot of momentum with the players as well, trying to enter this final part of the season. But from right now, it's anyone's ball game. I mean, we've seen it going either way. Of course, Oregon State, they had a very, very solid first quarter. The Ducks able to bring it back in the second, bring themselves back within three. I think it's really about mental fortitude here as of late. Who's going to be able to settle down, stay calm, stick with those strategies, really break down the defense and offense of each team. But as of right now, Oregon State, we've seen they had some trouble with it. We mentioned it before, trouble finishing off these games. But... It's anyone's as of right now. We will see how it comes down to it. One other thing I want to mention, in the press conference after the Washington game, Scott Ruick was, when asked about it, adamant that he is not panicking. He knows that this is a young team and very ta they're a talented team, and a lot of the 
struggles they've been having have been a direct result of the fact they haven't played together a whole lot. A lot of newcomers this team. And he absolutely thinks there's enough time left in this season for them to hit their stride two and seven, uh, probably be two and five, so seven total conference games, about nine to go after this. And this is a big first step tonight in making that, uh, that statement before they go on the road because this is a tough Pac-12 conference with six teams ranked. We are five minutes out from second half tip-off in this three-point rivalry game. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to have the second half tip-off between the Ducks and the Beavers in Corvallis. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Beaver Basketball on KBVR. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us. Being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home, Opportunity, Planning, and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. (sighs) Hey, Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. At Oregon State University, we have more than 4,000 graduate students in over 80 different programs of study. And on Inspiration Dissemination, we feature the research and personal stories of one of these students each week. But this is not only a show to highlight graduate student research. It is also a resource for undergraduate students and for the OSU community. Learn about what's going on in the labs of Oregon State instructors. Learn how to be involved in undergraduate research. And gain insights about graduate school from graduate students. Check out our blog at blogs.oregonstate.edu slash inspiration, where you can find out all about our upcoming guests and links to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Inspiration Dissemination is on every Sunday at 7 p.m. on 88.7 KBVR Corvallis. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. 
For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Welcome back inside of Gill Coliseum. You're listening to Beaver Basketball and KBVRFM. We are just about ready to set for the uh, start off the second half here of the rivalry game. The Beavers have a 30 to 27 lead. Going to be a battle here in the second half. And one thing, Brad, that I'm keeping an eye on, we saw Oregon's defense really able to fluster the Beavers with that zone in the second quarter, but particularly forcing some turnovers, and one of the ways they were doing it is they were pressuring Oregon State's guards up top, forcing them to pick up their dribble because the guards didn't seem to be expecting it because it wasn't in accordance with their play, kind of throwing the play off, and then nobody could get open or would force a, a pass that Oregon was able to steal. you got to think Ruick addressed that at the half, but something the Beavers haven't seen a whole lot the last few games that Oregon has been uh, utilizing on defense. Yeah, I'm expecting the Beavers to really try and get down and low quick, as you mentioned We've seen them stalling out those guards, but so far, Oregon State has currently put up 20 of their 30 points from the paint. So they've been able to get down low. That's two-thirds of all of their points this game coming from down low. So I'm expecting Rook to really try and capitalize that, of course, Focus on those big fours. They have those centers really trying to take advantage of their size and talent they have down those. Of course, Mitrovic now with Gardner as well as Reagan Beers really trying to find more success there. Both teams are going to emphasize a good start. Kelly Graves and Scott Ruick, two very experienced head coaches. Both have a lot of wins under their belt. Both have been to the big dance, have plenty of wins there. you got to think there's a lot of strategizing that went on during those 15 minutes. But now it's time to put up because this is a three-point basketball game and a game very important to both teams, especially to the Beavers, trying to avoid dropping three straight all at home. It doesn't get any easier because both teams are heading to the Bay Area after this and part of that series, number two, Stanford. Yeah, of course, it's going to be really interesting to see how both these teams face off against a team like Stanford, but right now they only have each other on the court and we'll see where it goes from there. Possession to the Oregon Ducks, they inbound it to Tahina Pow Pow. Pow Pow, some off-ball movement from Chance Gray, getting a screen from Grace Van Sluten. Pow Pow gets it off to Gray, back to Pow Pow up top. Now they're forcing it to India Rogers. India Rogers back to Pow Pow. Grace Van Sluten in the paint, takes a little jumper, no good. Ben Duyaney grabs the rebound. Yeah, Van Sluten now 0 for 8 on those field goals, yet to sink one here tonight. Von Allhoff and off the screen from Yellen, almost gets it taken away by India Rogers. As I was saying, Oregon's continuing to be aggressive on the defensive end to try and force some turnovers off of steals. Shalexis Aaron picks up her dribble, gets it to Ben Duyaney. 10 on the timer. Dylan Allhoffen goes around a screen from Yelena. Inside Yelena Mitrovic, and she gets it taken away from the guard to Hina Pow Pow, giving up a foot on Mitrovic. She wins the battle there. Pow Pow, Gray, back to Hina Pow Pow, wide open three. It's long rebound to pull down by Yelena. She gets it out to Talia von Allhoffen. Nine minutes to play, third quarter. Beavers up three. Ben Duyeni has it up. 
top, some communication from the Beaver guards as Yaney gets it past the half-court logo. Off to Talia Von Allhoffen, looking at a screen from Yelena, gets it around to Yelena, she's at the foul line, gonna take an inside the foul line jumper and connects. Beaver's up by five. And I think that's exactly what Oregon State needs to do here, find those little openings and really try and take advantage of there. They really need to pry open the Ducks defense. Van Sluten now 0 for 9, she just looked to the sky there, does not know what is going on with her shooting tonight. Van Allhoffen, Noel Manon thought about a three, now is gonna try and drive on Tahina Pow Pow, now she's gonna take it back out. Gets it down low to Noel Manon being double teamed. Manon spins, gets fouled, and she gets the roll! And one opportunity for the 6-9, Yelena Mitrovic. Yeah, Mitrovic, of course, finding that opportunity. That's exactly what the Beavers are going to be looking towards. Once again, finding more points in the paint, of course, was just able to get that one-on-one, -on -one, use that 6-9 stature to her advantage. So the Beavers have opened up, once again, a seven-point lead. Haven't had that since the start of the second quarter. 34-27, Oregon State leads Oregon. Yelena's free throw off the front of the iron. Rebound to Chai for Oregon. Gets it out to Tahina Pow Pow. 8.15 to play, third quarter. Kelly Graves barking orders to his squad. Here is India Rogers still looking for her first points, and I probably shouldn't have said that if you're an Oregon State fan because it goes off the dead of the back iron and in. India Rogers, maybe that'll get her going if you're an Oregon fan. 34-29, Beavers lead by five. 7.55 left to play third quarter. Talia von Allhoffen has it up top. Being guarded very intensely by India Rogers. And now here's an open Bendu Yaney. Good Oregon shifting zone. Noel Manon free to fire and she airballed it. Out of bounds to the Ducks. I will say though, Ben, it looked good from our angle, but um, it does fall just to the right of the rim, aired out. And of course, Oregon gonna be looking to capitalize. Taya Hansen back in the game for the Ducks, their leading scorer. India Rogers, who just got her first bucket, driving left on Yelena, had to kick it out. Here's a three-point attempt, and it's sunk by Chance Gray. Two-point game, just like that, Oregon swings the momentum. I mean, once again, Gray finding success from the beyond the arc. She's found nine points, all nine from. And Shalexis Aaron had an open look, couldn't quite get it. Tahina Pow Pow. Finds the rebound to the Ducks, and India Rogers walked. Turnover, back to the Beavers. Oregon had a chance to tie it up there. Yeah, just got a little bit too excited moving down the court. Of course, now the Beavers going to be looking to extend that lead once again. I mean, you have to give props to the Ducks being able to bring back these leads that the Beavers gain. And with that, we'll see some substitutions. Aaron and Manon come out. Beer, no, Marat and Gardner in for the Beavs. Ben Duyini takes it past half court. Here's Talia von Allhoff and gets it inside to Yelena. Mitrovic going to take a 12-footer off the back of the iron. No good. That was a good look and a rebound to Chai. Here comes India Rogers. Rogers gets it back out to Tahina Pow Pow. Now over to Chance Gray, who just buried a three. Pow Pow is going to take it inside. Won't take a floater. Gets it out to Taya Hansen. Gets her defender in the air. Long two front of the iron. Rebound to Leo von Allhoff and for the Beavers. Beavers lead 34-32, 6.38 to play in the third quarter. Ben Duyeni, left-handed drive. Now Pow Pow comes to meet her. She has to take it back out. 
outside of the key, gets it back out of the arc to Talia von Allhofen. Off ball movement from Tamia Gardner. Talia is going to do a left handed dribble herself, gets it out to Ben Duyani on a handoff, tries to drive on Pow Pow, can't get the roll. Rebound shot. She gets it to Tahina Pow Pow, being chased from behind. Pow Pow gets it out. Oregon has a chance to take the lead with a chance. Grade three, no good. Rebound tapped out to Yelena Mitrovic. Yelena gets it to Ben Duyani, can't catch her breath. Yeah, the Beavers going to be happy that Gray finally missed. Of course, she's currently, she was three for four before that attempt, now three for five. Marat inside, matchup of the bigs. Throws it out to Von Allhoffen, almost over in back. Von Allhoffen over, able to save that. Good basketball IQ there, down low. Yelena to fall away, in and out, much to the chagrin of Corvallis. Gray. Pow, pow, Rogers, foul line to tie, no good, rebound inside to Oregon. Knocked out of bounds off of, uh, was that off of Mitrovic or Van Allhofen? I believe that was off of Mitrovic and the crowd is seeming to disagree, but it will stay and with that, we're gonna see Reagan Beers come in for Mitrovic. Good applause from the crowd. There's something to be said about not just putting up the stat line, but also showing the grit and playing so hard, that's what Yellen has been doing tonight. Inside drive and we're tied to Hina Pow Pow, evened at 34. Left-handed drive finished with the right hand. I mean, once again, we saw another seven-point lead being gained by Oregon State, and Oregon has come storming right back. 7-0 run for the Ducks, 5-15 to play third quarter. Bendu Yaney gets it off to Reagan Beers, trying to find Tamiya Gardner, and she, that's thrown away, and now a foul is called on the Ducks. Taya Hansen can't believe it but the Beavers gonna get bailed out. And they're gonna be more than happy to take that one. Of course, the Beavers, their offense struggling here in this second half. Five minutes gone here in the third quarter, currently over five in their last field goals. Haven't been able to put up a point in in three and a half minutes. Reagan Beavers able to corral a loose ball to Leah Von Olhoven, left-handed dribble garden by Taylor Hosendove. Tamiya Gardner, three-pointer, no good. Back iron rebound, tracked down by Ben Duyani, who's gonna take it back out. Resets the shot clock to 20. Yanni gets a screen from Gardner, tries to go down road low. Reagan Beers fighting through traffic. She's fouled and gets the bucket. Second and one opportunity for Reagan Beers. I mean, Beers reliable as ever, still able to work her way to the basket, puts up some more points, and the crowd absolutely loving it, will force a ti immediate timeout. You can feel the excitement in the air in this building. Beavers lead 36-34, 4.49 to play in the third quarter. We're gonna be right back, don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Naomi, I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, a nice coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn, Damn Chic, Chic has, has a place, place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. 
Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate to receive essential goods. To learn more, visit their Instagram at rrfmcorvallis. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. Welcome back inside of Gill Coliseum. We got a three-point game with 4.49 left to play in the third quarter. Oregon was able to make a run. Big offensive rebound from Reagan Beers and was able to get the N1. She'll be at the line. Yeah, of course. That's absolutely huge. Stopping the 0 for 6 field goal draft for the Beavers. And, of course, a massive N1. Going to be looking to transition it as well into some extra points. But Oregon State happy to get that lead back. Beers, um, her second and one opportunity of the game. As we said, Oregon was on a 7-0 run prior to that, and a big offensive rebound that Oregon that was tracked down by Ben Duyaney could be pretty pivotal for momentum. Oregon, they've tied it up. They have not had a lead since the, since 2-0, and the Beavers at the line have a chance to get it to a three-point lead. And, I mean, I have to give some props for the Oregon Ducks. They have stayed very clean on shooting fouls. We've only seen two this entire game, and both have been on Beers. Beers hits the free throw to complete the three-point play. Checking in for the Ducks is Filipina Chai. She is going to replace Taylor Hosendove. So Oregon going to inbound in the backcourt, trailing by three. Chai gets it in to... Rogers, India Rogers brings it up the court, guarded by Yaney. Oregon State's defense showing a little bit of zone now too, giving the Ducks a taste of their own medicine. Rogers gonna pull up for three to tie it, in and out, no good, rebound corralled by Reagan Beers. Out to Talia Von Olhoffen. Beavers trying to push the pace. Von Olhoffen going right side, cannot get the roll. Another rebound by Beers, throws it out tapped to AJ Marat. Tamia Gardner takes it to the Beavers, who will try and reset. Von Olhoffen. 10 on the timer, gets a screen, left-handed dribble, Chase up there to meet her, picks up her dribble, gets that to Tamiya Gardner, trying to post up Beers, tough fall away, rolls in off the back iron. Beavers up five. I mean, we've talked about it before, who else but Reagan Beers now tying the point leaders for the Beavers here tonight, now with nine. India Rogers from the foul line, buries it. Oregon needed that, it's a three-point game. 3.49 to play and a very exciting third quarter here in Corvallis, back and forth. Nothing else you'd expect from a rivalry game. Left-handed drive by Yaney, and she could not keep her pivot foot. A travel is called. Yeah, Yaney looking confused, but it seems to be unanimous 
everywhere else. We saw her stop. That left foot just kind of trailed a little just bit. Just a little bit, and you know what? That's enough. Refs were on top of that. Back to Oregon with a chance to tie. 39-36, Beavers, 3-3 to play. Third quarter being double-teamed. India Rogers going to drive again. Kicks it out. Three from Gray for the tie. No good rebound to Leah Von Allhoffen. Von Allhoffen coming back the other way for the Beavers. Tries to get inside to Mia Gardner. Mismatch. She lays it in over India Rogers. Beavers up by five. And the crowd loving the put up from Gardner. She hits her ninth of the night, giving it a five point gap for Oregon State. Chai hands it off. Gray, Van Sluten downloaded Che. She was fouled by, I think that was Von Allhoffen. And she is getting up, thankfully. She took a hard fall. She'll be at the line. Beers with the foul. Yeah, going to be looking to get a couple points back, and we do see a couple substitutions. Once again, it will be Manon coming in for Talia Von Olhoffen. Von Olhoffen plays a lot of minutes. Today has been no different. Scott Ruick said she's only a sophomore, but she is a clear leader on this team. Left-handed free throw from Che, up and good. Cuts the lead 2-4. Ruick was very adamant that Von and she feels like she feels a lot of pressure thinking she has to do everything herself as pair of free throws drained by Oregon's big. She wants to see her play a little less tense, Von Allhoffen, but clearly glue holding this team together for Oregon State. Ben Duyaney has it, being guarded by Hansen. Pardon me, being guarded by Gray. Here's A.J. Marat down low. Gardner, guarded by Che, puts one up, and Tamia Gardner continues a phenomenal night. She gets it to go over the 6-8. Chai. Taya Hansen almost lost it. Gets it back for Oregon. 2.30 to play in the third quarter. 43-38, Beavers lead. Che has it. Gets it out. 2-3. A tough drive, and gets it to go off the glass. That was Elise Hurst seeing her first action of the night. Yeah, and she uses it well, puts up her first points as well, looking to get things back for the Ducks. Noel Manning over to A.J. Marat. Marat's going to drive, lost it momentarily, blocked by Che. We'll stay with Oregon State. 43-40, to 40, Oregon State leads Oregon. Good bucket we saw a minute ago from Elise Hurst coming into the game, a senior from Victoria, Canada. I mean, you got to respect the resilience of both these teams here tonight going Added back and forth, no one really taking a clear lead, but the Beavers. Yeah, gets a screen from Beavers, tries to put one up, and she gets it to go with the right hand. Beavers keep answering when Oregon cuts the lead. Five-point game, here's Chance Gray working off a screen from Che. Over in the corner, three to fire for three, not close from Elise Hurst, and now the Beavers are gonna try and push it. Up to A.J. Marat, tough lay-in, will not go. Hard to stop your momentum when you're going forward like that. Gray has it. Here comes Oregon the other way. Hansen walked. Tried to get around Noel Manon and was called for taking too many steps. And a very, very quick pace on the last couple of minutes. The crowd erupting in cheers with that quick turnover. The Beaver is going to be looking to make it a seven-point gap. A little bit of uh, confusion to figure out substitution-wise. Marat comes on. Oh, comes off, Von Allhoffen comes back on for the Beavers, did not get a lot of rest. 45-40, Beavers lead, 135 left to play in the third quarter. On the court, Yanni, 
Manon, Von Olhoffen, Mitrovic, and Tamia Gardner, who's having a phenomenal night in her third game as a Beaver. And a foul call on the Ducks on Elise Hurst. They're being a little too aggressive trying to double Noel Manon. Yeah, you see Manon just got that pass and immediately saw Hanson Hurst swarm her. And it looks like the foul, yeah, will be called on Hurst. Ball right back to the Beavers. Next foul with a minute 26 left in the third quarter will put the Beavers at the foul line. Yanni gets it over to Noel Manon. The Bendu Yanni. Von Allhoffen back over to Yanni. Beavers playing some catch out front. And they get it down low to Yelena being guarded. Very tough. Tries to get it in. And she does. Puts it up with the right hand and rolls it in. Beavers up seven. Rogers, pow pow, back to Rogers. The Beavers have opened up a seven point lead. Tough fall away, not gonna go, rebounded by Yelena Mitrovic. Beavers feeling it here with a minute to go in the third quarter. Ben Duyeni left hand, and that's a kickball on the Ducks on Elise Hurst. So Oregon State opened up a bit of a lead here before the fourth. I mean, we've seen the Ducks close it down before, but currently the Beavers five for seven on a hot streak with their field goals. They're going to be looking to keep adding on here before the close of the third quarter. Ben Duyeni starts the play, trying to get it in, and she tries to get it to Von Olhoffen. That's not quite a foul on Elise Hurst, but Von Olhoffen able to corral it for the Beavers. 47 seconds to play, third quarter 15 on the shot clock. Von Allhoffen looking to get a screen instead, gives it off to Yelena, tries to give it back, give and go to Von Allhoffen, she puts it up and in over two duck defenders. Beavers lead by nine. This crowd is electric. All on their feet. Final Oregon possession of the quarter. Here's Tahina Pow Pow. Here's a corner three attempt from Hurst, not gonna go, rebound, tipped around. Mitrovic, no, Gardner grabs it, 15 seconds for the Beavers. All momentum in orange and black favor right now. Von Allhoffen, Beavers up nine, five seconds to play in the quarter. They gotta run a play, that's what Rurik's saying. Von Allhoffen puts up a tough runner at the horn, not gonna go. The Beavers though, nine point lead, 49 to 40 as we head into the fourth and final quarter here in this rivalry series in Corvallis. The crowd all on their feet. Don't go anywhere. We are primed for a great end to this game. We will be right back. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Hey Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 
541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Welcome back inside of Gill Coliseum. Prime for a fantastic fourth quarter here in Corrales, but Beavers up on just three at the half. Had a great quarter, especially down the stretch, and they lead, they've opened up a, a nine-point lead going into the fourth. Yeah, those final minutes were absolutely crucial. We saw the Beavers go on a 6-0 run in those final two minutes. Meanwhile, the Ducks ha had a scoring drought, not able to put any points away in those final two and a half minutes. So really going in opposite directions there at the end of that third quarter, but there's still one more to be played. And we have seen some major transitions from both these teams. We've seen the Ducks being the primary team to bring the points back, try and keep it close. And I'm not intending on watching them back down anytime soon. One of the biggest headlines of that third quarter, we know how talented Tabia Gardner is, just her third collegiate game. And she's really found a rhythm. Gardner with a total of 11, five for seven shooting. And I think that she's gonna be a big key piece in this quarter as well. The Beavers will take the ball to start the quarter. Von Allhoffen gets over to Bendu Yanni. Tamia Gardner trying to set a screen out front, gets it to Talia Von Allhoffen back to Bendu Yanni. Tries to go inside to Halen and they pretty much pulled her down. That's a foul in Oregon. Yeah, it did look like it was Basham and Mitrovic. Basham looked like she just kind of pulled Mitrovic, Basham from behind and it Looks like it will be Manon's inbounded. Basham, 6-7 freshman from Phoenix in the game for Oregon guarding Yelena Mitrovic. Beavers trying to run an inbounds play, gets it up to Talia von Allhoff and a screen set by Mitrovic. Von Allhoff and drains a three. The screen from Mitrovic was absolutely lethal. It put hers down onto the ground, and then the three put away. You can't ask for much and more. And then the Beavers now all of a sudden up 12 with 9.30 to play. Pow Pow. Over to Hurst, who's been playing a lot this half. Tahina Pow Pow gets it back to Hurst, looking to go down low, gets it to Basham, gonna do a tough shot. Oregon can't buy a bucket, tipped out of bounds back to Oregon. Ruick can't believe it. Yeah, it looked like it was Gardner who tried to gather that off her right hand. It did look like it might have been poked Ru by Ruick a just seemed, I think he's upset that his team couldn't corral a rebound there with his 12 point lead. Oregon tries to inbound, they get it to Basham, down low. Ho Hosendove almost walked, now here's Elise Hurst. Hurst, pull up, tough two, no good, rebound. Yelena Mitrovic tries to save it, and she does to Noel Manu tracks it down, tries to save it again, and she does to Tamia Gardner. Now the Beavers can reset up 12, nine minutes to play, fourth quarter. Ben Duyani gets a screen from Tamia Gardner, back over to Yelena Mitrovic, and a foul called inside on Hosendove, and the Beavers with a 12-point lead over the 23rd-ranked Oregon Ducks seem to try to be pulling away here early in the quarter. I mean, also drawing two fouls in the first minute and four seconds and will force three substitutions. 
Here comes Che as well as Van Sluten. Inbound, Yelena gives it back to Von Ohlhoff and a fadeaway three, no good front of the iron. I think that the roof might have come off of this place had that gone in. Yeah, a 15 point gap would have been huge for the Ducks to overcome, but still 12 points, double digit deficit. We'll see what Oregon chooses to do from here. India Rogers only has two points, bringing up the floor, gets it inside to Grace Van Sluten, back out to India Rogers, over to Chahina Pow Pow up top, slings it over to Chance Gray. Inside, Grace Van Sluten finally gets one to go. And it's a, a 10 point game. That's her first field goal of the night. Comes here in the first quarter, her 10th attempt from such ranges, but she finally gets one to fall. And honestly, it couldn't have come at a better time for the Ducks. 8.20 in the game. Yaney's gonna drive for the Beavers. Out to Von Allhoff and gonna pull the trigger for three, and she sinks it. She's pumped going back the other way. What a shot, and that forces a timeout from Kelly Graves. The Beavers up 13 with 8.12 to play. Von Olhoffen with two massive threes, knocking them down left and right, and the crowd loves it. Incredible scene here in Corvallis. The Beavers, after being swept at home by the Washington schools, bouncing back right now against the 23rd ranked Oregon Ducks here at home. We are going to be right back. 8-12 to play. Beavers up 13. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, a nice coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn, Damn Chic, Chic has, has a place, place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. 你会不会对播放或者拍戏有兴趣？那就赶快来参观一下OSU的Orange Media Network或者OMN。OMN所在SEC的第四楼，SEC的大楼就是在OSUMU的旁边。如果你有兴趣播放自己喜欢听的音乐，或者你有兴趣拍电影方面的技能，那就记得来试一下OSU课外活动。H
I mean, this is the biggest lead we've seen, and it couldn't have come at a more crucial time for Oregon State. 8-12 on the clock here in the fourth and final quarter, and they're going to be looking to end it in a spectacular fashion. And not to get ahead of ourselves, because there's a ton of time left, but if the Beavers uh, do get this win, it'll be a huge resume boost when there's they have a two and five start to conference. You know, for the NCAA tournament purposes, this would be a very big win, and they'd avoid getting swept by the Ducks on this season. Oregon had quite a bit of confidence coming into this game, um, beating Arizona State and USC soundly, barely losing to a good Washington State team in overtime, while the Beavers had been slumping at home. And I think the Ducks are a little surprised how the Beavers have come out and played tonight. I mean, we have seen some of the younger talent on this team absolutely perform, of course, to Leah Von Olhoven and Timia Gardner, who have been absolutely incredible tonight. Von Olhoven with 16, Gardner with 11. They have been leading. So here comes Oregon, running out of time here with just eight minutes left. They need to make up some points, trailing by 12. That's a screen from Van Sluten for India Rogers. Here's out to Chance Gray, back over to India Rogers, guarded by Noel Mann, and up front gets a screen from Shea. Corner three attempt from Elise Hurst, and boy, did the Ducks need that to go down, gets the lead down to 10. 7.49 left to play, Hurst hitting a three. A little bit of backcourt pressure, Von Allhoff, and just picks up her dribble, and it's tipped. Tamia Gardner comes away with it, gets it out to Bendu Yanni. Yanni, Gardner, down low, Mitrovic takes it back out. The crowd thought she had a good look there. Now there's 11 on the timer, Yanni, Von Allhoff, and they're going to guard her up top now, and Mitrovic makes the extra pass, tipped away by Che. Good defense, 7.26 to play in the game, seven on the shot clock. Yeah, it was an interesting decision from Mitrovic not to take that opportunity. It puts up seven seconds. She's been on hitting the that all night clock. long. Yes, she has. We've seen some great little fadeaway twos from and our down able to Gardner. Use that. Speaking of hitting it all night long, can't quite get the roll there. Had a great look. Sometimes it just doesn't go down. Rebound, Oregon. Here comes India Rogers trying to take it all the way. And one for Rogers. Oh my goodness. Leaning forward. Doesn't even use the glass. That's a phenomenal play with great body control. And I mean, it will get Rodgers her sixth point, a chance to make it seven. You know, Rodgers isn't the biggest player on this court, but had a bit of bravery going up for that one, and it pays off. Just 5-7, taking the contact there. I thought it was a little ambitious trying to get that done, but it, she proved me wrong. And now with the free throw, this could be a totally different ball game. It's an eight-point game right now. Oregon has not had a three-point attempt tonight, three-point chance attempt in. Rogers drains the foul shot to complete the three-point play. Now Oregon's going to show backcourt pressure. Tamiya Gardner is fouled on the inbound. That'll put the Beavers on, uh, pardon me, not the line. That's a third-team foul. 7-16 to play. I mean, it's the Ducks with the big full-court press, of course, trying to switch the momentum. A.J. Marat able to get that. was a football-style quarterback-to-receiver play. Mitrovic up top to, Me, uh, pardon me, Von Olhoffen. Von Allhoffen getting a screen, being double teamed, gets it out to Bendu Yanni. Yanni looking for Mitrovic down low, being guarded by Che. Yanni drives, being guarded by Tahina Pau Pau. 11 on the timer, over to Manon, being guarded in the corner. Here's a pull up, that was, pardon me, AJ Marat, and she gets it to go, a huge bucket. Gets the lead back, out to nine points. Oregon trying to push the pace. Rogers, over to Pau Pau. Pow Pow's gonna drive, little floater, can't go, rebound tipped, and it goes to Tamiya Gardner. Beavers get the stop. 6.30 left to play in Corvallis. Beavers up by nine. Von Allhoffen being guarded tightly by Chance Gray. 
Tamia Gardner almost fouled up top by Van Sluten. She's going to give it off to A.J. Marat. Marat out to Von Allhoffen. Von Allhoffen thought about driving left, takes it with the right hand, now gets over to Bendu Yanni, six on the timer. Yanni by, by Pow Pow. Inside, Mitrovic, hook shot doesn't go. Yeah, just fell off the back iron, couldn't quite make it fall. India Rogers trying to push it for the Ducks. Van Sluten, Pow Pow. Rogers, good defense from the Beavers showing this zone. And now here's a wide open look for Rogers for three, and she cans it. Just as I was saying, great defense. Zone collapses on him, and Rogers gets a look, and she makes them pay, starting to feel herself a little in the fourth quarter here after missing a lot of the first half. I mean, that's some big points for Rogers. Got the end one, and then her first three Gardner, of the night. Gardner, easy look. She gets it to fall in off the back of the iron. Eight-point lead for the Beavers, 5.30 left to play. Rogers takes it back for the Ducks, slings it over to Chance Gray. Chance Gray over to Rogers, and I think she's going to have a look. She does. No good rebound to Talia Von Olhoff, and the Beavers get the stop. 59-51, Beavers trying to close this one out. 5-10 left to play in the ballgame. Yaney is going to take it up top. 19 on the timer. Here's A.J. Marat. Here shifts the, the zone is shifting over. Von Allhoffen tries to lob to Manning, and she puts it in! With the lay-in from Von Allhoffen, 10-point game. Van Sluten over to Pow Pow, looking for a screen from Che. She's going to take a tough fall away three, no good, rebound to Talia Von Allhoffen. Digs it out for the Beavers, they should use some clock now. I mean, it's looking like the Ducks are looking very desperate on the offensive side. We're seeing a lot of quick shots really trying to break down this lead with time, but it's not looking like the Beavers are going to let it happen. Yanni's fouled. That'll be the fourth on the Ducks. Oregon's going to try and get Taya Hansen back into the game, but as we're going to go to a timeout on the floor, all Beavers right now with this run, they're up by 10, 424 left to play. We're going to be right back. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud! Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, 
here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Welcome back to Corvallis, 424 left in the rivalry game. Beavers up by 10 right now with 424 left, trying to put this one on ice. Yeah, we've seen some great runs as of late, been able to put up a lot of points. We've seen Oregon, of course, resilient as ever, but the Beavers have been able to hold them back. The double digit deficit still stands. And of course, the Beavers are going to be looking to hold on to it for the remainder of this quarter. Got to give the Beavers a lot of credit when Oregon used a good run to tie the game in the third quarter. Oregon State was able to reconnect, and now they're um, on the verge of possibly beating a nationally ranked team and getting a huge win after being swept by the Washington schools at home last weekend. Tamia Gardner making a big impact in her third collegiate game. Yanni inbounds to Mitrovic. Beaver's probably going to try and use a little bit of time here. Just hit 419 on the clock. Mitrovic guarded by Grace Van Sluten. Oregon playing very aggressive defense, but the Beavers will be in the bonus. Next foul, Shalexis Aaron with seven to shoot. Down low to Yelena. She's got a mismatch here. She's got six inches on Van Sluten. Tough fall away. Air ball goes to um, the Ducks, Edna Rogers. India Rogers, but their uh, shot clock violation is going to stop the play. Yeah, once again, we're seeing that really tight swarm defense coming out from the Ducks. But at this point, I don't think the Beavers are going to mind it too much. They're going to just gonna be looking to hold on to those 10 points, of course, as you mentioned, using the clock to their advantage. But we'll see how the Ducks respond. Pardon me, that was a foul call on Aaron, not a shot clock violation. Pow, pow. Guarded by Von Allhoffen. See some great defense tonight from the Beavers as a team. Zone seems to really be working, shifting over quite well. Crossover. Tough shot from Pow Pow, won't fall. Tries to get her own miss. Instead, it goes to Yelena Mitrovic. 3.40 to play. Ducks really in desperation mode now. Beavers trying to get a huge win in this rivalry series against their arch nemesis down the road in Eugene. Yanni over to A.J. Marat. Oregon's defense shifting over with the zone. Shalexis Aaron gets it back over to Ben Yanni. Gets inside to Yelena Mitrovic at the foul line. Tries to go inside. Ducks blew that one up. Van Sluten comes away with it. Here comes Oregon the other way. India Rogers wouldn't take the two. Gets a download of Van Sluten. That's going to be tough over Yelena Mitrovic, who sends it back I into mean, the hands of Yanni. What do you expect from the 6'9 Sadger Mitrovic? And a foul on Oregon is going to put Yanni at the foul line. The one-handed block from Mitrovic to force it the other way. My goodness. That's going to be a highlight. Beavers up 10, three minutes left to play. They're going to try and ice this one away from the free throw line. Yaney, fifth-year senior from Portland, shooting two, drains the first foul shot. She's got one more coming. Beavers up 11. Yeah, once again, we haven't seen a lot of free throw opportunities. The Ducks have been pretty good on shooting fouls, but with the bonus in effect, there's not much you can do here. Second foul shot up and just as perfect as the first. Beavers up 12. This crowd's going to get on their feet. Rogers has it for the Ducks. Tries to cross over Shalexis Aaron. Here's Taya Hansen over to Chance Gray. Pow, pow in the corner. Ducks desperate. Don't have a lot of time. They trail by 12. Here's a forced three-point attempt, and it's good. Oregon needed that. 
to stay in the game. It was Chance Gray, and the Beavers are going to call a quick timeout here as the lead's cut to nine. If you don't panic here, you just reset. I like that timeout from Ruick. I mean, Chance Gray, of course, coming in clutch for the Beavers when they need it. She has only scored points from beyond the arc. She's put up eight attempts. Those have been all of her field goal attempts as well. She's gone four for eight, getting 12 points for herself from beyond the arc, currently leading Oregon. Chance Gray, a fresh, just a freshman, a 5'9 guard from Cincinnati, Ohio, averaging 10 a game on the season. Has hit some pretty big threes today to keep Oregon in touching distance. We'll say this second half, seen a very good defensive performance from the Beavers. The zone seems to be working. And Oregon doesn't has, sometimes has to force up some shots. That time it went down, but Beavers have played a great game on defense. Yeah, they've been really keeping it close. It did look a little shaky to start, but they've really tightened it up. And it looks like they've taken the strategies they've seen from, from Oregon with that zone defense, and they've really been keeping the Ducks at bay. Meanwhile, for the Beavers, Vaughn Allhoffen, 16 on the offensive end. Inbounds to Yelena. Ducks are going to try to get a full-court pressure stop, and that's a foul that's going to put Talia Von Allhoffen at the line. I mean, we've seen Von Allhoffen shooting. If there's one person you don't want at the line and a chance to extend the lead, it's Talia Von Allhoffen, but she's going to go there anyway, a chance to bring it back to a 10-point gap. Kelly Graves probably... Doesn't know what to think right now about his team nationally ranked. Coming to Corvallis against an Oregon State team that had been slumping a little bit as of late. Had dropped three of their last four. Graves and his squad have been playing well lately. And they just haven't had an answer here in Corvallis. You know, you're affected by the environment, everything. And the Beavers have just played like the better team tonight. First to two from Talia. No good. A rare miss at the foul line from Talia Von Allhoff. And we're seeing Gardner being brought in for these final minutes as well, trying to put this game away. Nine-point Beaver lead. Talia missed them both. Manon tries to grab the miss, and it's off of Manon. Pardon me. That was A.J. Marat, not Noel Manon. And so a couple misses from Talia Von Olhoffen at the line. Don't see that too often. Yeah, we'll see if it comes back to punish. Of course, once again, nine-point gap, 63-54. to 54. Here comes India Rogers being guarded by Yanni. Oregon's going to have a sense of urgency, I'm sure. Here's a screen. Hanson probably wanted a three, doesn't give a good look. Good defense shifting over for the Beavers. Gray is going to drive, gets it back out to Hanson, gets a defender in the air. Now here's Gray for another corner three, and she sinks it. It's a six-point game with 220 to play. Boy, did Oregon need that. Chance Gray is now five for nine from beyond the arc. 15 points for her, of course, once again, that arc being her sweet spot as of tonight. Oregon looking to take advantage. Ducks showing that they're not dead yet. Yanni drives, gets a screen from Mitrovic. Here's going to get it out to A.J. Marat. Free to fire in the corner, no good. Rebound offensive by Yelena Mitrovic. And Von Allhoffen wisely is going to take this one back out to kill some clock. Von Allhoffen being guarded up top. Minute 50 left to play. Beavers up six. Tamia Gardner has it being guarded by Pow Pow. Gardner gives it off to A.J. Marat. Marat being guarded by Pow Pow. Tough shot to Leah Von Allhoffen. No good. Another offensive rebound. No, it's a shot clock violation because Von Allhoffen's shot did not hit the rim. Yeah, she kind of faded to the right as she fired. Wasn't able to hit the rim. It was a great offensive rebound, but unfortunately it will just be a shot clock violation. So Oregon trying to get some momentum here. Wide open three-pointer is drained. It's a three-point game. Taya Hansen left all alone. Beavers inbound to Yelena Mitrovic. It's a three-point game here in Corvallis. Ben Duyani has it for the Beavs. Being guarded 
by Edna Rod India Rogers. Yaney gets a screen, goes to the hoop, puts it up, and in a huge bucket for Oregon State. 108 to play. Oregon is 9-0 in the last minute and a half. The Beavers need to stop them. Tough shot, India Rogers, three-pointer. She can't to step back. The crowd can't believe it. Oohs and ahs from this Corvallis crowd. She turned into Stephen Curry right there. It's a two-point game. And it looks like that was actually Chance Gray who put up another Gray, three. Six for 10 from beyond the arc. She has put 18 points on the all board for the Ducks. All three pointers, what can you do? And you know, the whole game, Oregon State's been face, uh, forcing the Ducks to take tough looks. Oregon did get a couple wide open looks, I will say that. But on that play right there, good def really great defense from the Beavers. I'm surprised Chance took, Gray took the look. Well, she showed me what. Two point game. So Oregon did get a couple of good looks there. And all of a sudden, this building is full of nervous energy. I mean, as well as Hanson, she's four for six from beyond the arc. That's 12 total three-pointers, 36 of those 63 points coming from the three-point line. That is massive for Oregon. Oregon, who is down 13 with just 5.15 to play, has cut the lead to two in Corvallis. Three three-pointers in the last minute and a half. Von Allhoffen's three didn't hit the rim, making a big difference there, allowing Oregon to really cut the deficit. 59.6. Such a close game that .6 tenths of a second's gonna matter here. Von Allhoffen to inbound it for Oregon State, having some trouble getting it in. She does get it into Ben Duyani. Full court pressure being shown by Oregon. Remember, the Beavers are in the bonus. Duyani takes it across half court, trying to draw a foul, gets it inside, gets it to uh, Gardner who lays it up and in. Beavers lead by four. 45 seconds, what a play from Tamia Gardner, great pass. Rogers back the other way, gets the roll. Oh my goodness, she went around Yelena Mitrovic. Timeout, Scott Ruick. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's two incredible lay-ins back to back, one from either side to keep it to a two-point gap. The crowd is on their feet. No one knows what's gonna happen next. You took the words right out of my mouth, Brad. Um, it was a great find. Let's analyze that last play. Yanni was being guarded by two ducks. Yanni thought she might have been drawing a foul. Then she realized, I've got Gardner, one of the best recruits in the country, wide open, finds her down low. And Gardner, just, you know, Oregon, I understand trying to double Yanni, but you can't leave a player as good as Tamia Gardner open down low. That's an easy two. But then back, right back the other way, India Rogers. I thought she was going to take a pull up. Instead, wanted a higher percentage look, and she knew she couldn't challenge Mitrovic up front, so she went around, and that's just a great little um, lay-in to the right side, not easy to hit. I mean, Oregon, they are five for five with their last field goal attempts. They are on a run, but it's gonna be who's gonna be able to stop it as play continues. One thing for sure, this building is alive, and that timeout allows the Beavers to advance the ball, partly probably why Rook took it. Oregon not gonna try and steal. They know that there's a nine point second differential between shot and game. Lot of drama here in the rivalry game here in Corvallis. Yelena Mitrovic has it. She gets it down low to Von Allhoffen, stripped out of bounds to the Beavers. Good hands shown that time from Taya Hansen. I mean, it looked like it was a lay-in for sure. Of course, Von Olhoffen, the person you want to put that ball up the glass and in, Hansen was able to just tap it away and out of bounds, forces another inbound attempt from Oregon State. Filipina Che will come back in replacing Grace Van Sluten. 
67 to 65, Beavers lead, 27 seconds left to play. They get it into Yellen, and Mitrush, offensive foul on the Beavers, is gonna give the Ducks a chance to tie or take the lead. And it looked like it was an illegal screen from A.J. Marat. She was trying to shut down Che, and she just couldn't do it. And she moved to the left a little bit with Che, and it forces a turnover. Both teams have two timeouts remaining, so we could be here a while, Brad. Um, <laughs> 67 to 65, and all of a sudden it looked like they were dead in the water just minutes ago. That's why <laughs> you, you never call it till it's over, and that, that is a crucial, crucial offensive foul. You see the nervousness here inside of Gil Coliseum. Um, trying to see a replay on that play, um, but Oregon, you have to give them a ton of credit. Able to string together stops they so desperately needed after to convert after getting those points offensively. Some from threes, a lot from Rogers and from Gray, but those points mean nothing if you can't get the stops, and they've been able to grind and produce those. And I mean, the big thing is here, it's a two-point gap, right? We're expecting, you know, most teams would go down low, but here tonight, the Ducks have had so much success from the three-point line that that is for sure where they're gonna go. They put up, once again, 36 points from the three-point line, over 50%, so that's gonna be looking where they're gonna go. This stadium is on their feet. Oregon inbounds, here's Tahina Pow Pow, 24 seconds. Going around the screen, gets it out to India Rogers. Beavers trying to guard the three-point line. Yelena Mitrovic commits a foul to the fourth team foul on the Beavers. Yeah, ben Duhini turned to Yelena saying, calm down a little there. Next, next foul will give Oregon free throws. I think the interesting thing is we are now seeing Van Sluten back in for Che. I think it's a rebounding thing, and now they want some offense. They know Van Sluten can shoot. Gets a screen from Van Sluten. Does pow pow. 14 to play. Drive to the hoop. We got it. No, it's missed. She missed the easy land and a foul committed. That is absolutely huge. She had a wide open layup, did India Rogers, and could not hit it. I mean, you just don't see that. It was a free lane. And Rogers shaking her head. She could not believe she missed that layup. I, I'm in disbelief. Had a wide open, you know, lane of the hoop. When Yelena's chasing you down, it puts more pressure on you for sure. And Rogers has had a fantastic quarter. Could not get that one to fall. <laughs> and now, with a two-point Beaver lead, it's not over yet. Yelena has a couple of foul shots. She'll need to make both to make it a two-score game. 9.6. Left to play, Beavers up two, Yelena's first foul shot is good. Oh man, looking at that reaction from Gil to make it a three point game. I mean, the crowd erupts, but one more would be absolutely huge here for the Beavers. It's all Dimitrovic. Beavers up 68-65. All their players are back preparing for a defensive stand. Second free throw rolls in and out, and Oregon gets the timeout rebounded by Shea. Oh, I thought that one was halfway down. I mean, that rolled all the way around the rim, completely around the world. I mean, you can't ask for a better finish. 68-65, Oregon with possession now. Less than 10 seconds, and they're gonna be looking for that shot from beyond the arc to take us into OT. You know, <laughs> one and two at the line for Mishovic, so she gets one to make it a, a three-point game. That's huge, but now you think, what does Oregon do here because a three, Oregon State's gonna be guarding it pretty heavily. Um, and they might wanna get a look at a quick two. 
I think they'll take what's open, but you are right. But I think the Beavers, if they sell out on a three, it's going to be tough for Oregon to get off a good look. Do you think we're expecting a potential foul attempt here, Ben? you, you got to be really careful because if you get them in the act of shooting, <laughs> that's three free throws. Um, so you really don't want to do that. But I think it's a possibility. You see, there's so much going on here, so many possibilities. We'll see what Scott Ruick's going to draw up. It's so hard in the moment. It's one thing to talk about on the clipboard. It's another thing when you actually get out there. We'll see what Oregon's strategy is. And the Beavers, I think, still have a couple of timeouts. I bet they're going to call a timeout possibly right here after seeing Oregon's formation. And the crowd on their feet once again, 9.3 seconds. up 68 to 65 here in the rivalry game. 9.3 left to play. Ruick, I'm watching him. Doesn't look like he's going to call timeout. They inbound to India Rogers. Rogers, tough three. It's blocked. It is blocked. She gets it back. Chance for three. It's up. No good. And the Beavers have won the rivalry game as Grace Van Sluten could not get a three-pointer off in time. They get the final defensive stand and hang on for a three-point win over the 23rd-ranked Ducks. I mean, the Ducks had one incredible formation drawn up, but when it came time to execution, they just came up short. Ball game goes to the Beavers. Incredible scene here inside of Gill Coliseum. Wild roller coaster of a game. Took every ounce to pull this one out for the Beavers as the Ducks made an incredible run over the last few minutes of the game. Final score from Corvallis, Oregon State 68, Oregon 65. We are going to be right back with a full post-game show after this. Don't go anywhere. We will be back in a few minutes. Hey, Beavers. Do you ever feel like not walking to class or work or anywhere on the Oregon State campus? The Beaver Bus is a free on-campus transportation service that runs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and operates on several routes throughout the year. To find out more information, visit transportation.oregonstate.edu. That's transportation.oregonstate.edu. Happy riding! Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. <sighs> hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR-FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. 
and welcome to the post-game show here on KBVR. We've just seen an incredible game, Brad. Uh, Oregon State pulls out a win over their arch rival here at home. Beavers were up by 13 with 5.15 left. Oregon came storming back, could not quite get a, an open layup. Um, tough one there from India Rogers, but a phenomenal effort from both sides, and the Beavers get a marquee win against the 23rd ranked Ducks and snap a losing streak. Yeah, it's crazy that that is what it came down to. We saw a missed layup into a foul that allowed Yelena Mitrovic to sink a free throw, and that is really all it took. Oregon State able to secure it, but what a battle it was. Oregon down the stretch there, really silencing the crowd. Oregon State, I guess, able to get stop, a stop when they needed to, especially at the end there to seal the victory over the 23rd-ranked Ducks. Let's take a look at the box score. So the Talia Von Olhoffen, leader of this Oregon State team, led the, the way with 16 points. But I think the big score of the night, story of the night was Tamia Gardner. She could do a little of everything. We saw her shooting outside, going inside, showing why she was a five-star recruit. Yeah, of course, she put up 15 total, went 7 for 10 in her field goals, playing very, very efficiently, picked up a couple more as well. A great performance. Now on the other end, Chance Gray led the Ducks, and she led all scorers with 18 points, 6 of 12. Yeah, field goal and three-pointers. All her shots were from beyond the arc. She had to take a couple desperation ones there at the end, but she was money from the three-point line tonight. India Rogers finishes with 12, all in the second half. Tahina Pow Pow with 11. Taya Hansen off the bench put up 14 points for the Oregon Ducks. And I think a big rebound story that we have after a frustrating first corner for Yelena Mitrovic finishes with nine, with nine points, 11 total rebounds, big for the Beavers. I mean, we we were a little worried, I think, when we saw Mitrovic after the, the first quarter. She seemed to be getting frustrated with the Ducks' defense, but she was able to bring it back, pick up 11 rebounds, got four assists as well, did a ton in this game for the Beavers, helped with that victory. Of course, the Beavers putting up 46 of their 68 from down low in the paint. Meanwhile, the Ducks, they relied on more of that long-range shooting that allowed them to get plenty of points, but ultimately, in the end, Oregon State comes out on top. Oregon State able, you got to admire the way the Beavers especially came out after a, a, a disheartening couple of losses to the Washington schools. Able to come out with a lot of passion fudge tonight, knowing this was a rivalry game. And after taking a lead, being punched in the mouth a couple of times in this game, but being able to respond and get a marquee win against the Oregon Ducks. They improved to three and five in conference play. This could be a big win boosting for the big resume boost for their NCAA tournament hopes. Up next, the Beavers will head on a trip to the Bay Area to take on Cal in the fourth ranked Stanford Cardinal. You excited? I really am. It's gonna be incredible to see Oregon State play teams like that. Stanford, of course, always a colossal in the scene. We'll see what the Beavers do to take them down, but it'll be really interesting and fun to watch. Beavers get a huge win over their rival Oregon tonight, beating number the number 23 Ducks, getting a marquee win in a phenomenal game here in Gill Coliseum. Final score, Beavers 68, the Ducks 65. Beavers get a huge win tonight. I'm Ben Paul alongside of Brad Whitman. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next time.